Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. You see, in the book of Matthew, in chapter 18, I hope you understand that the Bible actually was not written in chapters and uh, verses, but these were introduced for ease of reference and reading. Hallelujah. The Bible was not written in chapters and verses. Then what was the basis? It was written according to events. This happened, then leading to this and leading to this. Hallelujah. And that's why chapter like 18, we start like at that time. You understand what I'm saying? Good. That was the time that um, uh, Peter, God was talking to Peter, I and mean, Jesus was talking to Peter about paying taxes. So it was at that time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, what led to that? You know, he was talking about his death and resurrection, you know. And what led to that? Oh, he had asked them that who do men say that I am? And that led to, you know. And so along the line, the tax collectors were troubling people, and somebody came asking now. And Jesus began to give instruction as well. Come on. So it was at that time. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. We give him the glory. But what happened at that time? This at that time. At that time, see, as important as what Jesus was talking about, and the little things happening here, I mean, around that here, maybe what led to that was the fact that he was, um, because we were talking taxes, maybe that was what led to that. But what was it that happened at that time? Who is the greatest? Can you imagine? Different people have what is more important to them at any, at any particular time. Interesting, isn't it? Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Probably because he said Peter. And so Peter was the one that enjoyed the miracle of opening the fish's mouth and finding maybe that was what led to who is the greatest now? The one that knows how to make the money. Maybe, I don't know. But I wonder why they'll be asking who is the greatest when there are very important things being discussed. Listen to this place, but that's all right. And that now led to, you know, Jesus warning them on offenses. If you read the Bible, it will really help us to really know how to live well because you know why we run into what we run into. You, know, you can imagine uh, if there was no question of uh, who is greater, somebody was more ambitious than another, all those things, and they were comparing themselves, which is natural. Anyway, so Jesus began to warn them on offenses. And he was saying that if your eyes will do this without cutting it off, so it doesn't disturb you from achieving your ultimate goal eternally, you know. He was warning them. Then from there, he began to say, you know, despise the little ones, you know, when verse 10, glory be to God in the highest. And from there, he began to talk of how to destiny brother. I mean, the Bible is just so, so, so full. If you read with an open mind, if you know anything like you're competing with yourself, you want to cover everything in two hours. 
I want to finish it before everybody's over. I stand and say, I read it over 10 times. It's not how many times you read over the Bible. It's how much of the Bible has been able to take root in you that's affecting your life. But it's good to read the Bible every day because consistency is required. There's not many times I've read it through 10 times in a year. It will do you some good, I promise you. But it's not like when God gives you a particular section and you are meditating on it with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But it's good to read through the Bible. Don't say, Pastor Thomas, I don't know. It's good to read through the Bible. If you don't read through, how do you know what is there? So I'm now on verse 15 of chapter 18 of the book of Matthew. Moreover, if your brother sings against you, and I'll tell you why I'm coming here, this is no, I'm not trying to talk on offense. But if you know you are prone to being offended, why don't you ask God grace to help you to overcome that? If you are prone to any little look at your talk, yeah, I say, God help me. So maybe, maybe that's why we start from there. But that's not what I want to talk about. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault. The problem is many don't go tell them their fault. If you don't go tell your brother the fault, I mean, his fault of what is done against you, tendency is that you will be holding that in. And it's not good for your spiritual health, your emotional health, your physical health. So in any of the realms, it's not good. It's a, it's a destroyer. So if I tell him, you'll get angry, but you are, you are, you'll be free. So you shifted it to him. So if he's angry, let him come and tell you why he's angry so he can be free. But the more you tell them why, the freer you become. You can exercise faith. Funny enough, it's the same faculty which you have all this anger and fear. It's that same faculty of your body that you used to develop faith to achieve. It's still the mind into the heart. So even if the heart is full of faith, it will express it through the mind to get it to, exp- to come out in the physical. Because it's out of the abundance of your heart, of course, in that wise, your mind, that your mouth speaks. And it is your believing and speaking that produces results. You get it? You can imagine if you are angry inside, where is the place for faith? The word of God. So, don't let that one hold you down. Go and tell him his fault between him and you alone, if he hears you. You have gained your brother. But if he will not hear you, then take with you, the Bible is so clear, take with you two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word is established. So come, see, this is the problem. He said when I was speaking yesterday, I'm taking this spat on his face. I didn't know and I said, I'm sorry, but he's angry. And he's so angry that I I'll be begging him. So now it's, it's not just between you and him anymore, it's between you, him and two witnesses. There's a reason God will always do that. And if he refuses to hear them, then tell it to the church. 
Oh. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. So he, honestly, then let him be to you like an unbeliever. Okay. So you don't expect any better behavior from unbelievers than from such a person. So, so you, you know why? So you don't get offended again and be boxed up yourself. You say, well, so if you see something different, that's a bonus. Because the person has proven that that's where they still are. They won't hear anybody. They'll continue to do what they are doing. They'll continue to offend. All right. Now, verse 18, which is really why I'm reading this place. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Wait a minute. Going by this context, what are we binding? What are we losing? It says if this brother progressively come to this point with you, consider him an unbeliever. Please permit me to say this. That means that God will agree with you relative to that person is an unbeliever. You know why I'm saying this? I've heard pastors preach. Some, some of the pastors I respected, a particular one. Say, so you see, Christian, they'll be saying, bind, bind, what you bind, what you lose, what you bind, what you lose. It's about, it's about offense. And they'll be talking, eh, prayer of binding and losing. I say, you are making a mistake, sir. This is a principle of the kingdom. The teaching came through there, but this affects everything else. It does. Your attitude towards sickness, based on the word, will be sanctioned. Your attitude towards poverty, based on the word, will be approved. Your attitude towards anger and offense, based on the word, let it be to you, as you believe. That's what he's saying. So the person said, it's about offense. So, and he was castigating the church, the body of Christ. I'm like, what does he mean? So I went back looking at this, this great men of old, and of course, going back within the context. And so, the, so are you saying that there's no prayer of binding and losing? Of course there is. So surely I say to you, whatever. Now that's what he's saying. He didn't say, surely I say to you, that brother with offense, Lord, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. 
Hallelujah. And a better translation actually puts it this way. I first heard um, a, uh, Bill Johnson. What does it really mean? He said, very, very least, look, be assured that whatever you are binding here is already bound in heaven. So in other words, you are only just enforcing what has been. And whatever you lose here is already loosed in heaven. We can interpret it in many ways. So if I'm saying it will only take me to bind here so it shall be bound in heaven, it agrees. Or if you catch me that I got to a place where I, by the word and the design of spirit, I'm like, no. I bind this in Jesus' name. It's because heaven has bound it and it was waiting for you to design. Like, Come, stop that rubbish. Can't just, what, why are you allowing it? And of course, some total is, by the time you get there, that thing cannot function because as it is there, you have established it here. That thing goes off. It stops permanently. Now watch 19. It now says, again. Is it, I don't know whether you look at the Bible sometimes like I do. Why will you say, surely I say, and I say, again I say to you, if two of you shall agree on earth, it just says, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is loosed in heaven. And I says, again, if two or three of you shall agree, what does that mean? How do you marry the two? I want you to understand that he's still, look, he has given you examples. He has looked at it you, using offense as the basis to teach these principles. She offended me, so I offended her. And we're trying to solve it, but we're saying, no, no, we are not going to solve it. This fight is fight to finish. And God says, no, I won't let any of you finish. And we are going at each other. Then I called the other. I said, come and see. I beg down, and they came with me. And they said, ah. I said, you guys, you saw and they left. So I now want to take it. I said, okay, fine. I won't kill myself. So I took a decision. Guess what? They will agree with me. Because they have been witnesses to it. And that, that explains why as surely I say to you, this, if you bind, is bound. If you lose, is lose. Again, I say, if two or three of you why two or three of you? Me and either one or two that I picked along uh, agree. Why? For what decision I make? If two or three of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, this is heavy. Anything that they ask. But remember, there have been instructions that we followed up to that place. His own instructions. So anything that they ask, it will be done. For them of my Father who is in heaven. And what gives this the greatest authenticity was the fact that Jesus spoke by himself. This is the secret, ladies and gentlemen.
you see you are created with dominion here and if in the exercising of your dominion you come at a loggerhead with certain creatures that will not yield uh, then you can like hey do you, I have dominion. Look for somebody that knows that they have dominion. And so the two of you can we agree and we take authority. He said, boom, what will happen? And there's been situation in my life where I've been fasting and praying. And I will feel like I've not been able to do it like I need to do it. And I'll feel like time is running against me. I look for an agreement. I look for somebody that I know believes in what I'm looking for and I'm believing God for. And I say, shall we agree? I say, yes. In the name of Jesus, boom! I believe it. <laughs> Things happen. Heaven moves. Jesus said that's the way to do it. And Jesus actually was not just saying it. God has always dropped, you always drop a hint of his methodology, his character, even all through the Old Testament. Two are better than one. Is somebody here with me? But I'm yet to get to where I'm going. I'm about to get there. I mean, just, I'm just enjoying myself. Because I know that somebody has a testimony today. Listen again. It's the kind of thing that if you've been depending on man, they will fail you. Probably because they don't have the capacity you think they have. And so you'll be getting offended holding them down when they don't have what it takes to even do it for you. Or because they don't feel led to do that to you. You are saying that they will do this, but it's not according to them. They have other plans for their capacities and resources. Which they are convinced that is what God is asking them to do. So, yeah. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything, remember, the blood verse says, whatever you bind is whatever you lose. Glory be to God in the highest. And look at this one. If two of you here agree concerning on earth, concerning anything that they ask. Remember, it's this same book of Matthew that Jesus was speaking that if you ask, you will receive. There wasn't talking agreement. If you seek, you will find. If you knock, it shall be opened unto you. For everyone who asks, receives. It's the same Jesus that says that if two officials agree concerning touching on earth, concerning touching anything. So you can imagine the first law that we just considered, law of the spirit that is, if you ask anything, if you ask anything, and you believe that if you ask anything, you will get it. You believe that if you ask anything, you will get it. And the two of you are saying, let's agree concerning this thing. Now, come on, talk, tell me yourself if they won't get it. Drop in his character again. He said that one will put him to flight. What? One, two, then. Can you see his character from the Old Testament? And 
That's why it's a dangerous thing for husband and wife never to agree. Because you will tremendous power. You will move what nobody can move easily. Most when it's in line with the word of God. When it's in line to be a blessing to humanity. When it's in line to bring glory to God. Not so that I can consume for myself, so that I can be me and I. No, 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 no. But my wife, can you agree with me? My husband, can you agree with me? And what you are agreeing is going to bless generations. It's going to glorify God. Ha. People will be thinking there are other things you do. Of course, there are other things you do. And the other thing is that it's bigger than any other thing that any other person can do as other, any other thing. Did you hear me? Look at the next verse. He said, look at the next line. Said, it will be done. Not it may be done. And look, okay, let me finish. But why? For where two or three of you are gathered in my name, I am there. That's why it shall be done. That's why when you bind it will be. I'm right in the midst of you. And that gives you that love of the spirit that everywhere he went, it does good. Say, I've come to realize this path of life, and I'm not going to turn away from it. And by His grace, I will never, no matter how. The devil trying by his grace I will never turn away from it. I said all this to say this. God is ready for you. Jesus is ready for you. The Holy Ghost is ready for you. There's already an agreement on your behalf. Ah, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to somebody. Okay, maybe I do. I know me. I don't know who else I'm talking about. Glory be to God in the highest. Something is about to give way for you. Something is about to be rearranged all because of you. Let me tell this person, quickly listen. It will take God moving somebody from the end of the earth. If that is what is required, move them all the way to give you what you want. I'm not joking. I'm not joking here. I believe it. That's why. I believe it's our, that's why. He said, Pastor, you don't know my situation. <laughs> it will only take God. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I said, God is here and God is interested. Hallelujah. So can you see there an agreement over your case? So my question, will you be in agreement with them? Because you're on earth. Are they here? Oh, yes, in the person of the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. There's an agreement here concerning you today. You didn't make any mistake coming today. Uh-uh. You didn't just come out a while away time. You have come to fellowship with God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. Hallelujah. And with the saints, glory be to God on high. And remember, you are on earth. You are qualified. And you are born again. You are a soul in the kingdom. Everything is working for you. 
Will you believe? Will you agree with him? Miracles are already happening. In the name of Jesus. I want to bring up the most impossible situation in your life. Bring it up in your mind. Some results will be as early as today. In the name of Jesus. I'm not joking. Some results by the time you are getting to the gate. In the name of Jesus. And depending on the gestation of what you are looking for, it may be a day, a week, a month, a year. It doesn't matter, but it has started. In the name of Jesus, it has started. Glory be to God in the highest. Not myself, only I could touch them of his garment. Honestly, she got healed before she left her home. The manifestation only came through on the field. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, God is moving on somebody's behalf. Now, in the name of Jesus. Uh-uh. Because that person, you are making up your mind. You, say, you are saying the rest of my life. Please hear me over the internet. You, are, you see, God, what is in your heart is the rest of my life will be a blessing to humanity. In the name of, in the name of Jesus. Sir. The rest of my life will bring glory to your name in Jesus' name. And you are saying, God, help me. You think he will allow the devil to get the best of you? No. No. He will rally men around you. Rally women around you. He will he, see, see, see. He will, he will surround you. He said, "I will be a wall of fire around you, and I will be the glory in your midst. He will be your shield. He will be your glory. He will lift you high. So many will see and gravitate towards you. Why? Because there is a blessing for them deposited in you, on you." On your organization. Glory be to God in the high. Someone shout divine visitation. God is still interested in people. Very, very. Shall we rise? Shall we rise? I want you now to go before him. In the ne- Forget anybody. Hey. Let me ask you the question. Do you think anybody noticed the woman with the issue of blood when he was approaching? Nobody noticed that woman. Nobody. The crowd was big. Nobody noticed the woman. But the moment she touched the garment, heaven noticed. The earth noticed. Everyone there was made to notice. Somebody is touching it today. In the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.